You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Instant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a hump day edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the number, as always, if you'd like to jump in show with us this morning. The Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email. You can shoot us an email. We'll read that over the air. If it's a question or thought or concern, Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Always remember, when you're building the five-star backyard, you want to build it to last. And if you want to build it to last, you want to use yellow wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. JC will be back with us today. At 7.30, Bill Cameron will be with us at 8.15. We'd love to have your fall call in between and after. Once again, 205-342-9904. Joe Gaither is behind the glass. Joe, who you got in there with you uh, this morning? Uh, TJ Chapman and Skylar Rubin. All right, good morning, guys. Uh, Welcome. I know you guys had to get up early. I'm old, so I get up early anyway. Uh, Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Doing okay. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about, as you don't already know. Uh, Tennessee has asked for a 30-day extension on the uh, accusation of violations by the NCAA. I don't blame them. Of course, this is um, this is a new team for Alabama to hate now because they finally beat Alabama. But uh, I don't blame them. I'd try to get an extension as well for 30 days, and that way your team that's going so well and undefeated won't get all worked up about what's going to happen to them, if, if anything is going to happen to them. So they asked for... Thirty-day extension, and I think that was smart of them to do. Don't know what's going to happen there. They are going to be dressed in black, Barry, when they play uh, Kentucky, and they will wear black helmets. Everything is going to be black in the Kentucky game. Twelve and a half point favorite at two thirty um, on uh, the fifth day of uh, of uh, when they play when they play Georgia. It'll be at two uh, thirty on. Uh, That's a question I have. Uh... Joe, Dad, how many helmets does each guy? So they have a black. So that's just a black helmet. Is, they've never worn black. I understand you. that, but the other helmet, do you have an orange helmet? Do you have a white helmet? Does everybody have like? Where do they keep all these helmets? Uh, in the helmet room. <laughs> the helmet in. It's a lot of helmets. Joe, how many helmets does each team have? I guess it just Joe depends on the school. I'd say. Alabama probably has themselves maybe two for each guy, three for each guy. Does Alabama still have the white helmet? No, oh no. Well, they just be you know if, it, if the team's not playing good, they just kind of pass the helmets around. They ought to get them back though, Barry. They you had the white helmets there at one time, didn't they? Coach, tell us about the white helmets. Yeah, white helmets were way back there. Yeah. Okay, helmets. in the locker room uh, at the after the South Carolina game, three of the freshmen at Texas A&M got into a bad, bad deal, and they are suspended 
um, I think indefinitely, but they're suspended, so I, they probably can't play very good anyway. I didn't play very well, but got into it. And it's nothing worse to get into it in the locker room. I never had that happen. It, it really when I was coaching. They had a but, fight uh, in the locker room. You're saying? I don't know. They got a, they had it pretty bad. So what I understand uh, in the locker room. So um, Zappy and um, I'm just kind of jumping around. Zappy and, and Mac are in, in a battle for the uh, playing time for the Patriots and. Belichick didn't do a very good job on the press conference. I thought it was terrible. I tried to get y'all to listen to it. It's awful. So anyway, they they got the team all mad. Everybody's mad at everybody, so I got to get them straight. Uh, let me see. Okay, baseball. Friday, 7.03 on Fox. I could care less. The Phillies are at Houston. They don't, they don't do anything for me, but if you're a baseball guy. Yeah, I don't want to watch the World Series. Well, I'll watch the World Series, of course. Uh, you want a tough conference? You want some, you want a conference that's really tough? Then go to the Big 12. They don't get the publicity over here that the rest of them do. But the Big 12 is really tough. UAB is playing down at Florida Atlantic. Um, Boca Raton down there. I've been there. That's pretty nice. Now, look, y'all. Here's the standings, just to, just to tell you this. We've got two teams in the we got two teams in the East that have not uh, lost. Uh, Georgia and Tennessee got one that has not won Vanderbilt, and the rest of them are two 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 one three one three. And then in the West, we got uh, everybody in the West has lost. We got uh, teams that were supposed to be at the top, A uh, and M, in a tie with Arkansas and Auburn at the bottom of the, of the heap. Those three are. State's a little bit better at two and three. Ole Miss and, and LSU are three and one. LSU is four and one. Alabama's four and one. And uh, you talk about a dangerous game for Alabama. You can talk all you want to about Tennessee and Georgia. If something happens that's not good for Alabama against LSU, it won't really matter what Tennessee and Georgia do. I think you understand that without me being too negative. So uh, you better be getting not just uh, sweating that those out. You better sweat those out. Arkansas at Auburn. Barry knows that. Uh, Ford half point favorite, four point favorite by Arkansas. Florida's at Georgia, uh, 22 and a half points, something like that. Missouri's at South Carolina, I think it's four or something. I didn't look at it good. Kentucky's at Tennessee, I've already told you that. Uh, Kentucky's 12 and a half, and Ole Miss is at A&M. Guess what? Ole Miss is the favorite. I forgot what it was, but they're the favorite. And if you've got uh, something you want to talk about, you can. There's really not a whole lot of meat today about anything that really happened uh, that uh, is of interest to me. And if it's not of interest to me, you don't get to hear it. So, all right. Barry, I you ha- think uh, Major League Baseball Rob Manfred is happy that the World Series is Phillies and Astros? Well, I mean, deep down, he probably didn't want the Astros in there. You got something against the Phillies? What's their like? What's their popularity? What's their draw? Shoot! Uh, oh, they got the worst beard. They got the worst beards I've ever seen. Hope they don't Bryce win. Bryce Harper, baby. Bryce Harper's earning his money. Uh, I had an argument with Jack. He was talking about Juan Soto, and I'm just saying, if you're getting 400 million, you got to hit better than 220. Oh, he does so many other. I said, I don't care if you're getting 400 million or whatever he's getting. Don't you have to hit better than 220? Yes. Where was Bryce Harper at? He was with the, the Nationals. Now he's with the Phillies coach. Yeah, yeah. he's a phenom. He's making yeah. over three hundred million. He's oh, earning, I know. He's how, do you, how do you get that kind of? How do you get that kind of money? 
Because he's good. Did you I mean, see that? Well, where's that count? Where's that money come from? Licensing? I don't know, Joe. Where's all the ticket sales? Uh, Why is a cotton ticket that good griff gordo? Where do you get that kind of money? Revenue sharing. Uh, I had a guy tell me last night, and I'm not going to call the kid's name, but this guy knows this kid like they're boys. Like it would be like, what, you think about your boy. I don't know, Jack, Joe, who's your boy? You got somebody T.J. Who's your Chapman. Boy? All right, so T.J. Chapman. If T.J. Chapman... You and T.J. Chapman are really close friends, and T.J. Chapman told you something that happened to you. You would believe it, right? Of course. I believe everything T.J. says. All right. So I had a guy tell me last night that he talked to one of the recruits at Texas A&M that is his boy, and he said, he had said, that he was offered 200000 and a car to come to the Aggies. Oh, okay. He ain't gotten any of it yet. Is that part of their problem over there? You think? Now we're this is radio talk, but if you promise me two hundred thousand in a car and I get over there and I I'm still riding my bike uh, to class and I ain't got my two hundred thousand, I'm gonna have a problem with that. Uh, and they play like a team that was offered two hundred thousand in a car and still riding in their bike. Uh, that would destroy a locker room, wouldn't it, Dad, if that is in fact Why, sure. The locker room, the field, and everything else, practice, and the whole ball of wax. And That's all you talk about. You don't talk about it. Hey, folks, when you go back to the dorm, not a dorm anymore, you go back to the place that you live, that's what you do. You three or four guys will gather in that one place, and they will talk about the money they thought they should have gotten, what they thought they were going to get, what they were hoping to get. And they don't have them. Their minds are no more on who they're going to play than a goose. Uh, now your your minds will get ready on Alabama to some extent because they were number one at the, at one point in time, and everybody wanted to beat them. Tennessee did, but but uh, but it's Tennessee or whoever it is, even Alabama, even Auburn. They're, they're trying to figure out exactly what they're going to get. At Auburn, I don't know about what they're doing, but uh, they they they've got a collective. Everybody, everybody has a collective. How you handle that collective? Uh, with your players and with your head coach, and your head coach handles that collective with his staff. And sometimes the staff members get in there, and they look—they're looking like the coach just got in there prior to them is offered a lot more than they realized. So they got to tell a little bit of a fib and say, "Well, we can beat that," and I'll tell you what we'll do: we'll beat that and give you this. But they ain't got it. They ain't another, got it. Another. Guy said his boy told this kid's going to Alabama. He, he's a he's going to be a a good recruit there. That when he walks on the campus, he gets twenty five hundred. He's going to get twenty five thousand a year, and he's going to get twenty five hundred a month. Joe, if you were a, a good player, would that be enough to entice you? you I'm going to get twenty five thousand a year at one check, and I'm going to get twenty five hundred a month on top of my scholarship. That will pay for obviously all my food, my books, my everything, uh, my housing, and all that. So you're getting if you're getting twenty five hundred a month. That's what was twenty five hundred times twelve. Joe. Yeah, Coach Bryant could come alive, come alive today. That's better than fifteen dollars uh, a month. Barry, I'm easily pleased. Sign me up. Who's this, who is this? You, who is this you like, Joe? Huh? Who is this he like? What are you talking about? 
what you're talking to Joe about this guy he cares about. Who is that you, you oh, care coach, about? This is my intern. I'm sitting right next to oh, TJ. Yeah, he was just talking about he was well, I think he and TJ are close, but I'm just saying oh, TJ okay. told him my point is the guy that told me, his boy told him who L T Overton. No. They're they're, <laughs> yes. they're close like uh have you heard that too? No, I'm just putting two and two together. Could be. Could be, couldn't I? I, mean, I, I know a lot of people, though, Joe. I know more people than you think I know. I don't know that we have all, you know, our listeners are very from from day to day, as we know, and from week to week and from hour to hour. That's the reason I think we ought to change our ads around a little bit. But I'd like to announce to all of our listeners that uh, last week I went 10 and 0 in the picks. 1 0 versus 0. Thank you. What place did that get him in, Joe? Just two down from you, little boy. Joe, two what, down. I mean, he's two behind the lead, so. Uh, thank you. <laughs> if you're two behind, you must be 50 behind. Okay, 10, 10 and oh, Nobody has ever done that in this group ever. Joe, that's not true. That's not it true. It is true. I, I that's got a week true. that was 10 and 0, yeah. <laughs> Even Joe went 10 and 0. I don't even study it. Like, Joe. I don't, I don't, I don't even Joe, know what you're down Joe to. gives you the stuff. It gives you, like, stuff. I do not. I don't, I don't tell me nothing. 10 and 0, I, 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 just, and I, I just spit it right out. through it, and y'all were all still chasing me. I spit it right out. This week, I don't know I that don't I did. Know what. I don't know that I did good this week. It's not LTA. No, no, well, yeah, you didn't copy off my paper. Well, I'm just reason. guessing, Barry. That, well, for, not, for everybody listening, that's a total BS guess. Yeah, it's not LT. But LT probably is a guy over there not getting what he's supposed to get. Uh, Barry, what, what do you believe about what the rumors, the suspensions? Because there's been several random stories. Were they smoking weed in the locker room? Outkick the cover. Outkick, uh, you know, Clay Travis's out, out, outlet put out that they were smoking weed in the locker room, and then they took it back. And then co- the coach is not off base. I've heard that there was fighting in the locker room. So, obviously, so I'm going to have to – J.C. will know. Uh, he's a South Carolina guy. We'll find out from J.C. Well, uh, T- Tim Wharton's texted me that uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember. I was back way for – I was back there when Coach Bryant got there, man. I so bet they, you. they had white helmets and they wore red helmets uh, one time. Uh, they had white. They wore white helmets. Why are you talking about one time helmets? in a night game at Legion Field? Well, we we I just texted. We that they wore red helmets one time, uh, in a, similar to UAs. But when Coach Bryant had the receivers wear white helmets because the the other team had red helmets. Anybody, Joe, that's been around these kids now, this age. And even some of the guys that work back there with you, and I'm not saying they got marijuana in these things, but these guys will pop these little vapes out all everywhere and anywhere. I don't know the answer to this because I've never smoked marijuana. Can you put marijuana in a vape? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I don't think they. Well, obviously, I don't think obviously yeah. didn't light up well, a marijuana cigarette and smoking. Well, while them. we're on this. And it's going to be early because I was going to mention it Friday. When Halloween comes next Monday, you be darn sure that your kids, not, I'm not talking to Barry necessarily, he'll take Mac out, whatever. But all you people that listen to our show, go with your little kids to get stuff because they, they're putting out this stuff that in candy and everything else and dropping it on, on the sidewalks in front of your house and all that kind of stuff that's, that's deadly. So be darn sure that somebody's with your kids when they go out uh, uh, the trick or treat. You're not letting your kid. You're not letting your players vape in a locker room, whether it's 
Whether it's well, you nicotine. Don't, you don't know it, but I mean, like if some kid pulls one out and then puts it back in his pocket, puts it back in his locker and his bag, you don't think them guys are pulling them vapes out and popping them in the locker rooms? I mean, I sure hope not. Oh, Joe, come on. You you would think that I would be naive. Uh, you're the one, you're the young guy being naive. These guys, yeah, if I called them, I'd kill them. I don't think any of my guys are, but I think there's va- – you don't think there's vapes in locker rooms? I mean, I think there are. There is, but, but you – What is I mean, vape? You do, you gotta, what is vape? You got to blow it out. You, you, you got to blow it out your mouth and see – What is vape? It's like fake cigarettes, Coach. It's like oh. cigarettes that don't have as much odor. They're, 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 not, they're not lighting them on fire. There's not as much odor. So you tell me I couldn't go in there and I'm going to go in there in the bathroom real quick and hit, hit that vape. And... Yeah, you, I mean, you can. You can, for sure. Yeah. Now, you couldn't smoke a cigarette in the bathroom, but you could hit a vape, I guess. Yeah, I never... you can. You can. So that's what I think is probably going on, maybe. I don't know. I'm guessing it's radio talk. Two minutes in the truck. Anybody want to call and tell us about a vape? So you can smoke marijuana in a vape. Yeah, oh, yeah. I bet you it's going on in a lot of locker rooms then. Crazy. You don't think it is? I, I, I think it might be. I don't think that, that you're. <laughs> These that, kids now are just crazy. These kids now. You smoke in a locker room before they play? To to loosen me up. To I don't know. What, what does it do? Hey, they ain't smoking no vapes in all the cotton picking locker room. Well, that's what the rumor is about what was going on in Texas A&M. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it, it, Texas A&M at uh, South Carolina. That's a rumor. It's Twitter. It's on Twitter. It's true. Two minute truck. Movers who care, 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Was out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate, 205-247-5050. Two-minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we're already seeing serious delays coming westbound on 2059 because of lane closures at exit 86 to repair that bridge. About three miles at the moment. Just drive carefully, be patient, and if you see conditions, give me a call. If you need a vehicle, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection, low prices, and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. A former pastor of the Church of the Highlands has filed a defamation lawsuit against a woman who alleges he raped her last year in Yakima, Washington. Micah Carter denies the rape and claims Mary E. Jones made public accusations resulting in him losing his employment with the Church of the Highlands and damaged his reputation. Carter's asking for a half million dollars plus general and punitive damages. Church of the Highlands has 43,000 members, 17 campuses, one in Tuscaloosa. I'm Don Hartley. So many people here are getting real lasting joint pain relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I would recommend QC to anybody. The word that QC Kinetics did. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and cooler today, Tuscaloosa's high 69. The sky clear tonight, the low at 47. 
for tomorrow and Friday. A good supply of sunshine both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 75, the high Friday at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Shiny little beamer with the rack top down Sitting in the drive but she wouldn't get out Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure Judy Pine from Great Southern. Terrible country music. Oh, that's a great. Are you kidding me? That's a great song. Jason Aldean, Big Green Tractor. We need Chris Christopherson. Are you trying to keep people listening? Yellowwood, yellowwood.com to find a dealer closest to you if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. You don't want All right, to the Yellowwood hotline. Get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Tom. Morning, back. Coach, how are y'all? Good. We're good. You know, the marijuana thing, are, are you serious? They were smoking uh, marijuana in the dressing room? I don't know. That's what Outkick um, reported that. And I'm well, saying I would if, not be surprised. If they were, I'm saying they were doing it in a vape. They're not pulling out a marijuana cigarette and smoking They it. weren't. They had a What's fight, Tom. What's the difference? Uh and then Danny Ford's over at growing it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these people can get it easy now. So well, I'm telling you, and then uh my it's not, against, it's not against the law in Florida. Right. And uh, you know, uh the criminality's been taken out of marijuana. Plus, uh if did I read the paper correctly that it's like three stores gonna open up in Tuscaloosa that are known as dispensaries? <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, Tom, I'm first in line. I figured that. That's where I wanted to go with this. Uh, the action behind the fact the that the there. fact that Jack Jack the fact that Joe is shocked that this could be going on in the locker room is shocking to me, Tom. Well, they, 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 I don't believe it's going on in the locker room. They're, if they got it in a fight in the locker room, yes. Well, that goes on all time, don't it? Well, not not like this one. Oh, really? Maybe you, just got, you just got beat by South Carolina. And you're smoking you're, a vape. You're one well, three I, I, I want to say this. I want to say this. You know, we we have emphasized on, on this show, particularly inside the locker room, <laughs> uh, that, you know, there was more money than there was brains at Texas A&M. And that is coming to be true because, uh, there's, uh, Texas A&M is a living example of money does not make you smart. Just because you got money don't mean you're smart. And and this is a clear case. Uh, do you agree with that? Well, sure. Well, uh, you know, it, we're we're going through a period of time. If Coach Bryant were to wake up today, he'd faint. Uh, you know, you're trying to buy players. They're getting their scholarships as well. You're giving them everything in the world, A and M trying to get trying to get them even with Yeah, but well, with, uh, Coach Bryant and Coach Bryant was giving out hundred and twenty five scholarships, so that was his way of doing it illegal then. So he what he was it wasn't no, he, was, he wasn't doing that. What? Don't say that. That's not true. Wait a minute. He was oh, giving I'm out Barry. 
I was there. Right. I think mean, scholarships that. was bare. Hey, Coach hey, Brian hey, giving out. Do, do you think? Do you think I get on this radio? You think I get on this radio show and tell everything that happened and that didn't happen? Was he giving out more scholarships than the other schools? He gave out basketball. Well, That's wrong to say that. He, it, it wasn't illegal to give out those scholarships. I didn't That's, say it was illegal. I didn't say it was illegal. It's not illegal to pay these players now. Now, but uh, what we were talking about is uh, Coach Bryant is the standard that he coached by and what the standard is now. And Coach uh, Simpson is right. He would flip out. Yeah, but he was dead. Just said he was giving basketball scholarships to the guys that played football. There wasn't, wasn't enough. Ba- there wasn't two basketball. It wasn't anything. All right, how like many that. scholarships? When he, first, when he first came to Alabama, for all you guys that don't understand this, when he first came to Alabama, when he came from Texas A and M, there was not a limit on scholarships by anybody Amen. in football. Okay. No limit. Okay. And then they went to a limit when people were overdoing it, and some people couldn't keep up. But there was not a limit when he came down. I went through all that stuff and listened to all that stuff with him for 32 years. <laughs> I didn't say there was a limit. I just said he was giving more scholarships than everybody else. But you okay. tried to say it was illegal, and that you shouldn't do that. That's wrong. <laughs> Why is it wrong if it wasn't huh? Because it wasn't illegal at the time. It's not illegal, illegal now to give these guys NIL money. Well, we're not arguing about that. We're arguing about yeah. the wrong thing. We got See y'all. Enjoy the show. Bye. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> You're telling me Coach Bryant, like, they have to rule rules because of the stuff that he was doing. So he was going to the edge, right? Oh, sure. Okay. So what's Went to the, the edge. I mean, everybody <laughs> goes to the edge, you know. I don't know. I, 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 could, I don't do this on a radio show, so whatever. All right, well, tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Clever and Hayes. Well, ask J.C. what happened in the South Carolina locker room. Okay, Prince Clever and Hayes. Poor people, poor people from 8 to 9 never hear about Prince Clever and Hayes. Well, talk about them from 8 to 9. All right, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll let you do it at 830. All right, Joe, play the B-Dry commercial there. Uh, we'll, we'll do B-Dry. We'll flip them, and they can hear all about Bob Prince and Prince Clever and Hayes at 830. If they want B-Dry in a web basement, then they call bdryalabama.com. For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B Dry a call. Sixty years of service they put to everybody in this area. Two oh five nine four six three three nine oh. This is a Town Square Media Tide one hundred point nine sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama coaches named a players of the week after the win over Mississippi State. A five star quarterback visited the capstone this past weekend. The Alabama soccer team garnered more weekly awards. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Play it again! 
For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we're already seeing serious delays coming westbound on 2059 because of lane closures at exit 86 to repair that bridge. About three miles at the moment. Just drive carefully, be patient, and if you see conditions, give me a call. If you need a vehicle, you need towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection, low prices, and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better? For tomorrow and Friday, a good supply of sunshine both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 75, the high Friday at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Well, me and my lady had our first big fight So I drove around till I saw the neon lights Of a corner bar And it just seemed right, so I pulled up Not a soul around the Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room Extra treated pine from Great Southern When you build the five-star backyard, build it to last And use yellow wood If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me you don't want our easy owner of the big spur.com does a podcast there with uh, Mike Morgan pretty much every week with Mike's not traveling too much. Uh, been in and out with us here lately, been dealing with some medical issues with the family, but they're uh, glad to have him back this morning. JC Sherbeth. Good morning, JC. How are you, my man? Morning, JC. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, glad to finally be back with you. I, I apologize to you guys in the audience for the missing but uh couldn't be helped yeah all right jc uh, tell us real quick what what happened in the locker room with texas a&m at south carolina can you give us man i i don't know i mean i i'm leaning toward marijuana just because that's been the most common thing but you know nobody in south carolina knew much about it um so that's that's kind of the the gist of it uh, you know, I, that's where I'm leaning, but I'd, I'd hate to like accuse people of that if uh, if it was like a fight or something else. But I, I'm, it didn't seem like a fight, you know, to me. It just did. It didn't seem like the Aggie players were that frustrated with that loss. I mean, it was certainly a game that if they throw a hail mary at the end, they could have won. But they they were behind start to finish. I mean, they got kind of ambushed. So I couldn't imagine. You know, some of these five-star players that are that are young and maybe not playing as much getting that frustrated. I, I just uh, that that doesn't seem like the A and M that we've uh, gotten to know this year. So yeah. I, I'm I'm leaning towards weed, but uh, like I said, I don't uh, I don't I haven't been able to confirm it with. Yeah, I was that. telling these guys because I didn't realize you could put weed in a vape. So I'm not talking about the you're not talking about they're in there smoking marijuana cigarettes, but. Maybe with some vapes or something like that, if possible. Oh yeah, you yeah. definitely can. Yeah. So, all right, Doug. Not, not that uh, I know anything about that. Just, uh, just to be clear. Yeah. JC, um, on November the fifth, I think uh, I was. I want you to make the comment, not that they ain't listening to me. That the LSU Alabama game, while people are sticking and looking over their paper to see how Tennessee and, and Georgia come out. 
the LSU-Alabama game is more difficult than it was at the beginning of the season. Sure. Uh, LSU has gotten better. Uh, they're not great, but they're not bad. They're at home. Alabama is a little bit shaky with the wide receivers. Not going to be. It's not going to be a cut and dried game, is it? No, it's down there too. And LSU, shoot, as bad as they were last year, they they played Alabama tough. Um, you know, those kids aren't scared of Alabama. A lot of times, you know, I mean, I I, I, I suppose Mississippi State is based on Mike Leach's comments the other day. Uh, but uh, it'll be a great atmosphere, and I think, you know, with the way LSU's been winning lately, that, that puts them in a position now with Bama having one loss where it's, it, it could be for the division, you know, because Arkansas's falling back, State's falling back, Ole Miss, you know, they could, I guess, technically still get there, but uh, it's uh, you know, it's not going to be easy uh, for them. I, I, I think they were a team this year, guys, that, Sort of benefited from the schedule uh, a little bit. I, 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 you know, I thought, wow, you know, they're seven and zero or whatever. But you know, they they lost how many starters seventeen off last year's team, and I was like, goodness gracious, you know, I, I, that's that's a great coaching job, and I still think they're going to have a really good year, but uh, I, I I don't really see them winning it. So I think it's going to be, I think it's kind of a semifinal Saturday to be honest, because yeah. You know, you got Georgia UT in one division. You got LSU Bama in the other. Yeah, Bama better be careful. I mean, that could be a season killer right there. I mean, if you if you go down there and lose, and it's it's not always been easy for the Tide at Tiger Stadium. We know that. Uh, even though historically, if you look at the record, yeah, they record uh, Bama's great. won a lot there. You know, yeah, but it's always a close, tough game. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about uh, the Bama fans here now beside themselves. Let them lose that game. That pretty much knocks them out of the final four uh, this early. Uh, J.C. would not – talk radio would be pretty easy at that point, Uh, all the negativity that's swirling around. It's swirling around now. Uh, People, they want to move out Pete Goldie and Bill O'Brien quarter (laughs) to quarter. depends on how they play that day as to whether they think they're a good offensive or defensive coordinator – Based on that half, that play, that series, it's annoying, J.C., around here listening to all that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Bama fans have had it good for a while, you know. So, uh, you think? That's just the SEC. I mean, you should hear the stuff I hear, uh, you know, not just South Carolina, but other other markets. I mean, and, and with social media and everything like that, it's gotten worse. I think everybody's expectations are out of whack. I mean, you know, I can watch Texas A&M Saturday night. You know, with the with the with the suspension thing and all that. You know, sort of my hunch, uh, I think, starting to become true. You know, you don't just go sign one recruiting class and do what they did and expect everything to be hunky dory because football doesn't work that way. You know, these guys have all gotten paid. Uh, They're kids. Uh, and you know, when you do that, sometimes you think you're, you know, you've got this certain amount of celebrity already as a recruit. And then, um, you know, you're, you're a kid anyway, and then you got money to go spend. So where's the motivation? But, but I, I'm sorry for getting sidetracked there, but what, what I did see with A&M, not, not their, you know, with some of their freshmen and then some of their players there, you know, Jimbo Fisher's getting raked over the coals, but that, that team really, uh, just isn't very good. You know, and they got issues at two positions you can't have issues at, and that's the offensive line and quarterback. 
Um, mm-hmm. Anybody's going to lose in this league if you've got issues at those two positions. I mean, that's preposterous to sit there and think that he should be winning. And yet, you know, they got up off the mat. They beat Miami. They beat Arkansas. Um, you know, they uh, were play away from beating Alabama. And then after getting behind 17 nothing against Carolina, they, they came back. You know, I understand losing to App State is unacceptable, but, you know, Jimbo's team didn't quit, you know, Saturday night. But uh, that just goes to, you know, to, to show you that, you know, fans these days are not, they don't care about reality. You know, they care about hype. They yeah. care about their own uh, personal expectations. They, they fit. And I'm going to tell you right now, Alabama doesn't have the receivers they've had. Yep. You know, Bryce Young's kind of doing it all, and Jameer Gibbs, and they're just not as good, quite frankly, not as good uh, at, at those positions where they have been elite. You know, they, they're yep. not even close to Ohio State at receiver, for example. Yep. Um, and so that's, uh, you know, when you run that offense that they do, I mean, that's important to have those game breakers at receiver. I'm not saying that they're bad. I mean, they're still probably top three in the conference, but, you know, they don't have the luxury that they used to. Uh, and then I saw the defense uh, for Bama against Mississippi State actually played pretty well. They usually do against those guys. Um, but, it's, it's you know, there's issues there, too. I mean, it's not uh, – I mean, there's lots of bust in the secondary. Uh, you know, that, that defense – I've seen it bust before. I mean, it's not like I think if you're going to get them, uh, you got to go downfield like Tennessee did. But uh, you know, it, it, it's just it, it's just one of those things where yeah, Bama's immensely talented. They have more NFL players on their roster than anybody else. But you know, they're kind of more toward, back toward the pack now. Uh, and you're going to have seasons like that no matter who you are. You know, because it's an inexact science. Saban does it better than anybody in the country. But there's just going to be it's just one of those years, you know. And I think that, you know, if, if you're Alabama, you're, you're probably still smarting from the championship game loss last season, uh, which was unfortunate for them. And you know, you you, you started playing a lot closer games than you used to. Uh, but uh, you know, that's just that's just all part of this game. You know, nothing nothing lasts forever. Bama's got the greatest dynasty in the history of college football right now because they have been consistently dominant. You know, so I, I think folks probably need to give them a break and say, well, this is one of those years you've got to build it back. You know, they continue to recruit well. I mean, it's not it's not like it's, uh, you know, falling off and there's a need to go, you know, fire uh, a ton of coaches and, and, and make a bunch of changes. I, th- I think that they, if they could still, still keep marching on, then uh, even if this year ends, what, 11-2 and two or something like that, then um, – you know, the championship game and the playoff, it's right around the corner, uh, back to, you know, back to where they normally are. So, but, but that's everywhere, man. People want to fire Brian Kelly after one game for losing to Florida State, you know, and, yeah. and, and I think too, I'll, I'll make this point too. The snarky little, uh, Saturday, and not everybody's Saturday down south because I have some friends there. Saturday down south is hot takery BS crap that people put out there. Uh, where they rip a team every week, oh, that doesn't help either, you know. And, and half the time, it's not even based on any kind of football knowledge at all. It's just, man, they're not good. And they should be. knowledge. And that gets fans all fired up. And, and that's not, you know, hey, columnists have been ripping football teams for years in the newspaper. Don't get me wrong; you got to do your job. But it, it's just this blatant, like blowing with the wind, whatever Twitter says, bullcrap. Uh, and unfortunately, most fans are plugged into it, especially younger ones. 
And, uh, you know, we know kind of this generation, uh, not all of them, but most are uh, a little sensitive. And so they get sensitive and get their feelings hurt because some snarky butt, you know, made fun of their team. And so then they're going to go after the coach and want everybody fired. And it's unfortunate. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, what, what you said needed to be recorded and played every day on our show. Well, you said just you said just exactly the correct all the correct language that you said is one hundred percent correct. Um, I'm gonna switch over to Auburn. Uh, not that there was a rumor, not that there was a rumor about uh, about South Carolina's coach coming there because he's not going. I'm sure, but uh, do you Beamer? know anything? No. No. Do you he's know anything? Leaving, at, no, he's not leaving. I know. Do you know anything? I wasn't even really asking you about that. Do you know anybody that they could? They're not going to turn to a, an assistant coach, so the coach is going to keep his job the rest of the year. I can give you that quote. Um, but sure. at the end of the year, who can they? Who can they get? Is is Lane Kiffin a real prospect? Is is got Liberty won? Who can they get to turn the thing around and fight Alabama and, and recruit better than they've not recruited anybody? It's kind of funny because you think a program like Auburn uh, would be all over NIL. I mean, who's the advertiser for this yeah. segment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Yellowwood. Great right Southern. He, Yellowwood. I mean, sure. Where, where, where's the Yellowwood guy? I mean, I would have thought all uh, Auburn have five stars lined up pitching Yellowwood every day. Yeah, because it's legal. Uh, yeah. I see, and see, I think they, they do it in basketball. I, I, and I'm not sure if it's Yellowwood specifically, but I think I think they dislike Harson so much that they're just not they're just not involved. They don't they don't care. Yeah, it's just like we don't care. Get him out. And and, and quite frankly, he's boring. Yeah, their offense is boring. Their defense isn't that good. I mean, it is a, you know, I mean, look, I, I was watching them play Ole Miss, and I was like, this used to be kind of reversed, you know. <laughs> I was like, this is Auburn's just struggling mightily. They don't have a quarterback. Half the time they can't run the dang ball. I mean, there's just nothing. They're last in recruiting in the league, I think, behind Vanderbilt. There's nothing to be excited about. Now, you ask me who they could get, because these things, as Tennessee showed you, can change quickly. I think there's two guys. I think it's Hugh okay. Freeze or Lane Kiffin. Uh, talking to an Auburn guy I know the other day, they, he didn't. He thinks money could be an issue with, with Kiffin because, you know, every school in the league's got money. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I think those two are the types of personalities. Uh, and, and they have the recruiting jobs and they have the coaching ability and they're, they're proven winners uh, to go in there and spark them because that's what they need is a spark. You know, Gus kind of played out the, the – I mean, they would have been better off keeping Gus Malzahn, you know, because <laughs> he'd have kept winning at least, and, he, you know, at least they're competent. But, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, – and can recruit. Uh, but I think those two guys, I mean, if you're, if you're wanting to make a splash hype, you know, those two guys are, are, are the best. Now, now the question becomes, is, is Ole Miss a better gig than Auburn? Uh, with all the pressure and the turnover, and all right, that right now for Lane Kiffin. Remember, he got fired at Probably Southern not. Cal. You know, so is it worth it? You know, to come down there with that. Now, Hugh Freeze, I think he's chomping at the bit to get back in. I think, sure. I, I think, I think he's the absolute perfect fit. Uh, you know, but it's kind of funny he hasn't gotten any any sniffs really. I mean, he it, it, it's been weird with him. You know, as far as some of these jobs being open, so. 
um, you know, especially Tennessee last year, so or two years ago. So, you know, has enough time passed to where, you know, the SEC and everybody will be cool with you coming back. You know, that's another question. Beyond that, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of a lot of coaches I know that would be interested, a lot that wouldn't. Uh, but if you want to spark that thing right now, you've got those two guys have the, have the, like I said the personality, the recruiting chops, the offensive exciting ability to go out there and have an exciting offense. Uh, they're going to get great staff members in there. They, they both can hire staff. So uh, I think that's what – if I'm Auburn, um, I, that, those are my two, and I'm taking my shot. Okay. All right. Um, and it's kind of a boring way to say it, uh, that Tennessee could be looking ahead of Georgia. That gives Kentucky a chance. Uh, the line is 12-and-a-half, which Ooh. to me looks oh. low. Uh, but somebody knows something there. Uh, talk a little bit about this Kentucky-Tennessee game, and do you give Kentucky a chance going over uh, to Knoxville? That would really sting this little cocky volunteer bunch right now. Well, you, you look at historically, uh, you know, we, we're going through the one of the greatest periods in Kentucky football history, probably since Bear Bryant. I know Jerry Claiborne had a good year there, but uh, yeah, you know they're not like they're not like Rich Brooks hoping to get to a bowl anymore. You know, um, and Tennessee's owned them. No matter who's coached Tennessee, Derek Dooley, Jeremy Pruitt, an interim link, whoever they typically beat Kentucky, <laughs> and it's just it's one of those weird things. I mean, no matter how good Kentucky is, bad Tennessee is. Now this matchup's interesting, guys, because. Kentucky's what my friend Josh Pate and I call a spider web team. In other words, you're playing. You may get off to a good start, make some big plays. It may be 10 nothing. You're up. All of a sudden, maybe you relax a little. They keep playing their game. All of a sudden, they're running time off the clock. You know, they're getting gash, gashing you in the run game. They're stopping you, getting three and out. And you look up, it's the fourth quarter, and it's tied. And then – they have the momentum then. You know, you kind of can't get it back. They kick a field goal and win the game. It's usually in the 20s. It's not. You know, they don't roll up a bunch of yards. I'm curious to see how Kentucky plays Tennessee. Tennessee's 10th in the country in run defense. They're 102nd in defense overall. Ooh, Kentucky yeah, usually likes to get the run game going. You know, but you got Will Levis. You got some people on the outside that can make plays down the field. I don't think it's ever wise to try to match. I didn't think it was wise for Alabama to try to match Tennessee and chuck it all over the yard. I think you need ball control, things like that. The question is, when you look at this Kentucky offensive line, you look how Tennessee's playing defense right now um, because they're taking a lot of gambles because they don't care. They they don't care. It's like, okay, well, we'll sell out to stop the run if we give a big pass play. Who cares? We're going to score in a minute anyway. (laughs) I think it's genius in in a way because they're – their defense really does not have a lot of good personnel. Um, so, so what what are they going to do? What, what's Mark Stoops and his staff? What are they going to do? Is it going to be a, a short control passing game because you know Kentucky's offensive line isn't all that good? Or are they going to think they can get Rodriguez going? Is he going to have a big game? You know, those are all questions I have. I think it's very intriguing, but I keep getting back to the fact Tennessee's rolling on offense right now. Nobody, nobody's stopping them. And uh, Kentucky, you know, they usually lose this game. So uh, I, I think Tennessee will win and cover uh, in the football game. But I'm very, very interested to see, you know, how Kentucky ends up playing. It's funny, too, that game, probably the first Tennessee-Kentucky game that uh, Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet are the number one broadcast crew in the country uh, has called. 
you know, uh, that's the assignment for them this weekend. So I think that's, uh, that says a lot about both programs. Uh, then the last one's Ole Miss A&M. Who knows what, what kind of mindset A&M will have. Uh, JC, how do you see this game? Well, Ole Miss defense has to start getting back to how they played Kentucky and, and some of these other teams. They've gotten they, – they've given them some points. You know, you got some points to Vandy, points to uh, LSU. Uh, they gave them some points to Auburn. Um, you know, fortunately for them, A&M, you know, th- their quarterback that they start, Haynes King, man, he's, he's visibly not himself, okay? Uh Someone, you know, he's just he's not healthy. So do they try to kind of, I don't know, uh, batten down the hatches and get a spark and, and start Connor Wigman, uh, the five-star freshman? He played in second half against South Carolina. Looked pretty good uh, just running around making plays. Uh, I think that's what Jimbo will do. Uh, I think that will get the crowd going. Ole Miss has been struggling on D. They've got a, a, a heavy workhorse guy, Devin Chain. They've got guys that can make plays down the field. Um, it's just a matter of limiting the mistakes and, and things like that. And then stop at Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss, uh, Quinn Shot Judkins, who's from Alabama, three-star freshman, uh, he's, a, he's tough. I mean, that's that guy. That guy's tough, and A&M struggled to stop the run. Uh, it's more assignment-based than talent, though. Uh, they've got some a lot of future NFL players on that defense, I can assure you, so – uh, does the does the wrecking crew kind of being at home, play an inspired game and get out there and make plays? I, I don't know. I I tend to lean towards Ole Miss winning a close one, but I can't rule out A and M winning either. Like I said, I don't watching them last week and, and really against Arkansas as well. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not going up down the field. They're not a high scoring team. Blah blah blah. But they too can get you in the spider web, uh, especially at home at Kyle Field. And by the way, guys, this is their first home game. Since the Miami game in week three, they hadn't. They, they had, they've been away from home all this time. That's true. Uh, wow. Did anything else for JC before we let him get out? No, that's great. That's great stuff you said about about people and, and teams and bothering their teams and hating teams. Yeah. JC, did you know? Yeah, I feel like I brought. I feel like I brought it strong today, guys. Yeah. Did you know, <laughs> JC? That Jack Easterby was our team chaplain. That we got him the job at South Carolina. Did you know that that's where he was? At yeah, South- I, 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 I'm well aware of who he is. I, I didn't get. To, I don't. I don't know the guy. Oh my god! It would be it like smelled of opportunism when he became a GM of an NFL franchise. It would be like I was telling my wife last night. I said I can't even explain it. Like it would be like taking my wife to go run an NBA team. And they guy called me last night and said when they fired him. That he had a seven year, like they owe him twenty million dollars or something crazy like that. Like, where was he at? He was the Houston Texans. Well, I yeah, got a good he, idea. Why don't they just go down uh, to where the Rockets used to play and get Joel Osteen to be there next? Uh, he yeah. was, he was our chaplain. He did just as good a job. He did just as good a job. Yeah, he didn't need twenty million. Yeah, uh, it's the most unbelievable story. I mean, I helped the guy like move into his. I don't know. It's the craziest story ever. It, nobody I mean, cares. They go back to Dave Odom and hire Frank Hayes or somebody like that. Yeah, know? yeah. Steve Nestor, you know, <laughs> Ernie. That's the Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. I'm sorry, Ernie Nestor. Ernie's my guy. Ernie just had a birthday. All right, uh, JC. Tell you know Ernie Nestor, don't you? Dave? Yeah, real well. Ernie. Ernie. Yeah. How old was Ernie? 
How old is Ernie? Uh, yeah, Ernie's probably in his mid sixties, late sixties oh, now. Oh, is that all? Yeah, you know. maybe seventies. Uh, my man Rick Duckett. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Rick Duckett, God, things out of the past. Yeah, man. that was a yeah. fun time. Sorry, JC. Tell everybody uh, how they can find you and all your great stuff. Sorry, JC and Morgan podcast. We dropped it on Monday this week. Uh, really good stuff. Lots to talk about Tennessee, Alabama, uh, and kind of just the general theme of redemption in college football this year. Uh, kind of surprising because I think when we thought about redemption, we'd all thought Alabama would be the ones doing it. But uh, a lot of other teams are too. A lot of other coaches are. So check that out. It's on iTunes and Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. Well, J- JC, when you get on all your radio shows, just kind of mention that I was 10 and 0 on our picks last week, if you don't mind. I'll be sure to give you a shot. And also tell him that he's still, he's 18 and 2, JC, in the last two weeks. And he's still tra- he's still trailing me, so oh, that's all you on. need to know. The scene doesn't change unless you're the lead dog, JC. Thank you, my man. Thank you. All right, tell you, Alabama one. Uh, you want to purchase that vehicle, your dreams? Just a few more days with the special going on. Get more truck for your buck. Rates as low as one point nine nine percent. Extended loan terms up to $250, cash back in 60 days of no payment. Go right to the website, alabama1.org to apply. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines will be up in 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama sports. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, delays 2059 westbound at exit 86 because of lane closures for the bridge repairs out there. We got a disabled vehicle on 15th Street northbound at Dr. Edward Hiller Drive with delays. If you need a vehicle, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection, low prices, and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with Awakening. The team and I would like to invite you to this monthly community-wide praise and worship service feature intimate worship and powerful preaching of God's Word. Please join us at the link that's 610 Watermelon Road, Northport, Alabama or watch online at Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's Awakening powered by Empowerment Ministries the third Thursday every month at 6.30 p.m. Please pray for us and join us if you can. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all busy. Focus on the offensive side of the football. We're going to do that starting at 2 right here on the game on Tide 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. This week, Julio Jones Kia Mazda kicks off Halloween weekend with a classic car show and trunk or treating for the kids this Saturday. The car show begins. Stay at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. 
WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room, presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. Andrew is my All-State Agent. He does a great job for me out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard. Don't just pay the bill. Know what you're paying. Let Andrew look at your stuff there. I have uh, the auto, the home, uh, the umbrella policy, the life insurance, anything you need. Andrew will take care of you. You'll have the local coverage. The backing of Allstate, uh, his staff knows this area inside and out. It was a great move for me. 205-722-9201. And when you talk to Andrew, he texted me this morning, actually, and said that uh, he saw Jack working out this morning. So 205-722-9201. Tell him that Wimp and Barry sent you. Um, Has the transfer portal, that in your opinion, I'm trying to think. Does it hurt player development? Uh, you know, say, all right, we're just this guy's not getting better. We're not going to waste any more time on him. Get him out. Let's get somebody in. Let's find somebody that's a little more seasoned. We don't have time to. It's some programs get freshmen in here. I don't have time to wait and develop them because my contract. I only got X number of years. I got heat on me. I I can't wait on developing guys. Is this hurting? The development development well, across the I think country. Uh, I think a lot of kids uh, that to help hurt themselves, they decide that they're going to transfer. So when it comes time for the work, weights and the things that you do to get kids better, they don't go. And they're not disciplined because they know they're going to be 88 and out the gate. So I think you're right. I think individually with a lot of kids, uh, more so than ever before, that it does hurt them because they're, they're, they're planning to get out. Um, th- there are two things that make you transfer. One is playing time, and the other is benefits. The benefits that you get at, at another school that are much greater than the benefits that you're getting at the school you're attended, and your playing time that you're disappointed in uh, because your uncle told you ought to be playing more are the two things that you transfer for or two of the reasons that you transfer and that, uh, and I will say this, and I was going to say something to Bill Cameron about it when we got on that. I may still. Uh, it'll be the best thing that ever happened for the new coach at Auburn. He has a chance, if he's the right person, to get the Auburn to get Auburn back quicker because he can get transfers in there to play because they're dead. They're dead in the recruiting area. So for where, where it's bad for some people to lose players, they can go in with the right kind of staff, and they can load the wagon. Now, this year, I don't know how good they are because they didn't play very good against LSU. Uh, Ole Miss loaded the wagon defensively. And um, I guess they didn't load the right people, but they, they're better than they were before the transfer portal. So 
The transfer portal is, is huge, and it's going to be big at Auburn. I hear people telling these recruits now. I heard kid guy tell us, kid this, and Joe, I want you to listen to this. That, and everybody always wants to go to the highest level. Like when you ask any kid, uh, you know, they want to go to the SEC. Listen, around here it's the SEC. I want to play in the SEC. They don't care where they play. They just want to play in the SEC. And he's saying, be careful, be careful. Those guys are making so much money now in the SEC that they don't have time to wait on you to develop because they they don't want to lose their job. Yeah. So they're not – you yeah. you go down to let's say you go to Jacksonville State, they got a little more time. There's not as much pressure yeah. on those guys to win, so they have a little more time to wait on you to develop. You go to the SEC, be careful, because if you don't, if you're not ready, they're getting you out of there and finding somebody that can that they can because these guys don't want to lose their jobs because they're making yeah. so much money. Any truth to that? No, I think some, to some degree there is always some degree of truth in everything is said. Uh, you know, I don't know what percentage, but yeah, there's there's some some little degree in that of, of that. It's uh, it's very very complicated to be sure that you're under the at the numbers uh, that uh, you know that uh, people are going going to leave, so you can be darn sure that you don't. But you go on and sign what you know, sign the people you can get. Uh, and then you can transfer them out of there yourself in, in a roundabout way if you have to. It's a, it, it's it's a circus. It's a circus on money. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's ever going to be stopped. And it's a circus on transfer. And as Barry's mentioned, I've mentioned to you before, the two go together. That uh, they just they just fit together like a glove because they just you know money is big and I'll transfer because of money. And uh, then when you get there, you wish you were you wish you were coming back. And the only thing you can do is, if you decide that you want to leave me, uh, if you want to come back, we don't have anything for you. That's that's the thing you can say. Yeah, uh, Joe, in truth to that, uh, I mean, I know there's truth to it. These guys are making a pile of money, and people, I mean, you hear people. Uh, wanting to fire Brian Kelly, I mean, stupid people, after one game. I mean, but uh, and it's spiraling out of control down there in uh, College Station. Now it starts to spiral out of control. These people make a lot of money, and they got a lot of money, and they're going to get you out of there. They don't have time to wait on you to develop anymore, uh, Joe. Yeah, um, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, you, the pitchforks are starting to be out for Jimbo. You, you sign the number one class in the country, and you're giving them seven games to work with them uh, to get them on the field. Uh, they, they expect results right here, right then and now. And, I mean, you got the transfer reporter, you got NIL, but how much did Nick Saban turn around Alabama so fast uh, contribute to that? I mean, that kind of, start, in my opinion, started the we want everything turned around quickly, but now you can, now that you can use the transfer portal to your advantage and the NIL to your advantage, people want it even faster. You know, I think what Nick Saban did here and what J- Josh Heupel's doing at Tennessee is terrible for coaches uh, because they look at that, Dad, and say, well, Tennessee finally got it right, and this guy turned it in year two. Why can't we do that? Why we got to yeah. sit here and suffer with some guy? Josh Heupel, he turned it in his second year. And so I think that's bad for coaches when that happens at maybe an Alabama and a Tennessee. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, the expectations of people. You know, some teams, Vanderbilt has such a hard, hard time getting anywhere 
you know, they've got a, a coach I think is good, but he, he they just 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 terrible for him. You know, I look at the bottom of, of the of the East, Barry. Change the subject just a little bit to Missouri. Uh, you know, around St. Louis and around Kansas City and those they all get some players. They've had they've had some racial issues uh, with the school itself, and uh, has has hurt them some. But uh, you know, and I think the guy's not a bad not a bad football coach. But uh, nobody go nobody goes in. I will have to give the guy at Vanderbilt who's at Penn State that nobody likes, Franklin. Uh, he came in as I said yesterday with the same mindset to recruit, recruit, recruit as 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 Nick Saban did. Now not on that level because he he couldn't get the guys that Nick got, but he he came in with that attitude and he got into Vanderbilt and he won, got eighty eight and out the gate fast as he could. Yeah. Um, so these people got quick fingers now. There's a lot of expectations, yep. and when. Guys turn it so fast, they say, we can do that. Uh, so you're not patient at all. And Shane Beamer, why he's hot, I don't say he should leave, but he should no. at least make them think he might. <laughs> and so, and make some more money there. He's kind of got a little bit of excitement there. He's going to win his next two, and he's going to drop his last three. So the excitement's going to die down a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's going to. He, he's, he's, he's beaten some teams. I've beaten a couple of teams that were just so-so. And uh, the schedule felt fairly decent. But uh, certainly a big win at Kentucky was, was a big plus for him, even though the Kentucky quarterback was out. That's just the way things go. But uh, it was a good plus for him there. Uh, his team is uh, – I don't. I personally, this is just talk. I, I'm not crazy about their quarterback myself. I bet by keeps going. I think he's okay. I don't think he's just everybody worry about just falling out about him transfer from Oklahoma to, to there. You know, they it, it, we we're going through it. We're just going through a, a circus. You know, the first thing I saw the other day when I when I opened up my thing was was about how much money they would have to pay the Oklahoma coach if they let him go. Because he's lost those two games, and he's got, you know, he's got the, the Big Twelve's good. Uh, it, it's hard to play in the Big Twelve. Kansas State's are good, and Kansas is good. And I mean, TCU's great, and it, it, it's hard. And uh, Texas is, you know, whatever. Getting getting beat by at, at a getting beat at Texas Tech, I think that's right. And then getting beat uh, the other day, um, you know, is a is a damper for them had they beaten Alabama then you can live through that and I can fire him uh, but but it's it's you know it's not what the Texas people thought it was going to be no they lost three games look at Alabama right now has lost three games these people are about to lose their mind over playing three games close yeah. Uh, and went in two of them. So, all right, we'll take this break. We'll get back. We'll get Bill Cameron in. Royal Cleaner Cleaners want to make life easy for you. Uh, they know how busy everybody is now, so they will actually come to you. So you just take the cleaning where you are, right there at your house, take it to work, dial this number, 205-391-0034. They'll come pick it up, get it all cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you drop off, drop off in the morning, they'll have it back by 5 the next day. Uh, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and Northport, or 4851 
Rice Mine Row. Once again, for all your cleaning needs, tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you 205 391 0034. That's the Tide 100.9 NC home of Alabama Sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. October is historically Black Colleges and Universities Month in Alabama, the only state to make such a designation. Stillman College, Shelton State, receiving $25 donation along with 12 other schools designated as HBCUs in the state from Bullock County probate judge James Tatum. He told the Alabama News Network the donation is small, but their significance is large, and he hopes others will join him. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hartley. Tide 100.9 Traffic. We got a major crash on US 82 near Hartgrove Road Church, which is about a mile west of Gordo. The roadway is closed. Delays 2059 westbound at exit 86 for bridge repair. If you need a vehicle, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection, low prices, and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Gary Harris. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and cooler today. Tuscaloosa's high 69. The sky clear tonight, the low at 47. Or tomorrow and Friday, a good supply of sunshine both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 75. The high Friday at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. She's going to be all right. She's my dog. Come on, Pop. Cut this man a break. Girl, our mama's best friends and so we the Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We're going to the Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Hotline here. He's with ESPN 106.7 The Drive down in Auburn, Opelika. Uh, every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6. Bill Cameron. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, Bill. Hey, Barry. Well, how are you guys? We're good. We're doing okay. Um, I'd like to ask you what you, if you could find out, I'm sure you did. Uh, what the staff did doing recruiting during a open week, open week did they feel like that because there's so much uncertainty that they were wasting their time, or did they go out and really, what 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 went on there? What what's going on there? I'm sorry. No, no, they they really got out, and as a matter of fact, I mean, uh, uh, I, I they they let it be known that they were all out. Uh, Brian Harson was. Uh, at games Friday, and then he went to a couple of junior colleges in Kansas on Saturday. 
quite a few members of the staff that had not been on the road recruiting were out recruiting this Friday, and they made a uh, um, a sort of a public showing of that. And it's it's one of those things where you go, well, that's good. That's what you should be doing during an open date. But uh, you also wonder, was part of it just sort of for show, to show people that they are doing what they're supposed to be, and there's not that's not going to be a cause for uh, any consideration of, of continuing? Do you think, Bill, have they – I mean, he has a job. He's getting paid to do a job, so he he can't obviously walk out of his job. Uh, you know, there's a lot of rumors swirling around during the off week that didn't happen. Do you think they've even talked to him about his job status or just said, hey, he's got a job to do and he's our football coach? And uh, Have they discussed it all behind the scenes, to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. I mean, I'm I'm sure he knows what's going on. I mean, the – the thing is, uh, again, Dr. Roberts has been very, um, you know, close to the vest with this, and there, there are a lot of there's a lot of angst among the Auburn fans, thinking, well, nothing's going on. I I don't know for a fact exactly what's going on, but I don't think that's the case. But there are a lot of fans that, especially, you know, the message board and the. Uh, the, the call-in types that, that feel like there's just nothing going on and, and Dr. Roberts has forgotten about this and, and they're not going to do anything and, and oh my goodness, nothing, nothing's going to happen. I, I think that's not the case at all. One thing that people, that, that folks need to, to realize is that, uh, again, the, that little, uh, side note to the transfer portal is that if a coach is let go while the season is going, players can enter the portal right then. The only thing they can, players can do right now is say that they're going to be entering the portal on December 5th. And uh, Auburn got word, I mean, word came out yesterday, Landon King, who has uh, had some big catches when he's had the opportunity in his short Auburn career. He, he'd announced that he was taking a red shirt a couple of weeks ago, um, and, and but, but the word was he was planning on coming back. Well, yesterday... Uh, he he, uh, you know, posted on social media that he will be entering the transfer portal on December fifth. So that got a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, very concerned because Landon, like I said, he hasn't been a regular player, but he's a big, tall guy with great hands. Sort of a tweener, though. Never was quite big enough to be a tight end, uh, nor nor uh, um, really as as quick as you'd like uh, a wide receiver, but a guy that could make some plays. So. Um, that's that's sort of what's going on. I don't know that there's been any contact, but you know both sides know. I mean, Brian Harson knows. Uh, he he hears the the rumblings, even though he says he doesn't read these things. He knows what's going on and knows the fan base isn't thrilled. It's going to be really interesting to see Saturday. You know, first of all, what's the what size is the crowd and what's the reaction of the crowd? I think there'll be a pretty good crowd Saturday morning. But if Auburn struggles early on, I think there's going to be uh, more than a little grumbling, and, and and that's what will be really interesting to watch. But so far, the the fans have come out and shown up and been ready at the start of games. But it's an eleven o'clock game, and it's a team that's you know on on a losing streak, right? Three game losing streak right now. Um, I, I think they've got a chance to beat Arkansas. Both these teams are trying to sort of right the ship. Do you think Brian Harson 
these are his guys. I, I'm assuming his Boise guys. Uh, he brings them in and says, "Now, guys, they're they're looking." I'm not saying Auburn's out to get him. I'm not saying that at all. But they're saying, hey, everything you do, dot your I's and cross your T's. <laughs> because if they could somehow get us for calls and not have to pay us, I mean, that would that would probably be best for Auburn. Not that they're looking for it, but when you know that, uh, that the time is coming near, you certainly want to get your money. You don't want to have any slip-up there that, that could cost you your job and them not have to pay. You think that's even mentioned among the staff? Got to be. It absolutely has to be. I mean, yeah. the, and you're 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 exactly right about that, Barry. I mean, they know that uh, everybody's watching everything and looking for uh, looking for something that could uh, could give them some cause. So that's why I said at the outset, yes, they were out, and and they let everybody know they were out. I mean, you know, starting with the Monday when they had uh, the, the the speaking engagements of Birmingham and Mobile, and they they took some. Uh, Took some media with them. The the Auburn, the you know the ones that work for the athletic department went with them, and they're posting and tweeting and writing about things like that. That's just to uh, I think part of that was uh, it's good PR, but it's also a good way to to make sure you're you're covering any questions about what are they doing here. Yeah, yeah. No. I uh, I made the statement uh, that uh, as much as I hate the transfer portal, when you interview a new coach at Auburn. Uh, and they and you feel like they can get a lot of transfers. The transfer portal is the best thing that's ever happened to schools like that at that period of time to get that thing back as fast as they can, provided they have a kind of staff. And the two factors there are what kind of staff can you get if you get a named coach, and then right. they go who can who can this staff get the transfer portal to make us better quick. And, uh, I oh, think you're I you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Wimp. I mean, look at uh, look at Southern Cal. I mean, Lincoln Riley goes there and and he gets Caleb Williams and his top receiver. And uh, I mean, they they've made an uh, amazingly quick turnaround. It's getting the right guys in the transfer portal. I mean, Josh Heupel has Hendon Hooker. He wasn't even going to be the starter, though. Remember? I mean, it's like yeah. just be, being fortunate to have the right guy. But you're absolutely right. The transfer portal uh, speeds up the process. Where you know there there's some folks that say, "Wow, this is going to be a three or four year building process." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not 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 if you get the right person who has the the right contacts, because you're not only recruiting the high schoolers, you're recruiting the experienced guys that can help you immediately. Yeah, can you yeah, imagine yeah. in these interviews, these guys are gonna they're gonna say, "Hey, I already got." This guy I can bring. I got right. this guy I can bring. Hey, we got quarterback. We won't have a quarterback issue. I've got, uh, you know, when when uh, Lincoln Riley went to, uh, he took the quarterback with him. Uh, right. So that'll be part of, uh, I guess, the guys' interviews. And I, I would probably ask, hey, who you got your hands on right now? Uh, it's it's got to be more than now uh, because obviously after a year or two that guy's going to be gone but uh i think these coaches will be using that during the interview process oh you, they'd better be i mean that that's the one of the best ways the the presentations that coaches would make about all right here's my plan here are the coaches i'm going to get and the contacts that they have and some of the players that that we feel like we can get and you know we know that this coach coming from wherever has may have a player that, uh, that that's really good that would want to come with him, that type thing. I mean, it's not just here's how we're going to build and um, long-term things. It's going to be some very short-term who we've got and some specifics of how we're going to get 
you know, competitive as soon as possible. Yeah. You'll hang up on me on this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello? I, uh, Hello? Uh, you, you go with Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin as, as big talks. Um, uh, Arkansas hires a guy who they thought was right for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, an offensive line coach who doesn't get many opportunities to, to be a head coach. Uh, and he has been probably about as good as they could get. Um, is there one on the Alabama or Georgia staff that fits that bill that uh, you're saying, what? And the people that are doing the, the hiring um, feel like that he's a guy without the name, but with the work ethic and with the uh, are there Auburn people? Are there Auburn people on the Alabama or, or, or Georgia staff that would fit that bill? Absolutely, there are Wimp. I mean, a couple that, uh, and everybody wants everybody wants the big names. And I'm who sure are they? Who, who, who would they be? Kelly, is, is uh, Charles Kelly. Kelly. I'd say Charles Kelly at Alabama. I mean, he's an he's an he's an Auburn grad. He has been a big time recruiter everywhere he has been. And uh, yeah, I know there's some support from uh, from from the from the Letterman's Club for him, feeling like he could be that kind of guy mm-hmm. uh, over at Georgia. Over at Georgia, there's Del McGee, who's probably a higher profile guy because he has been, uh, you know, ranked as one of the top recruiters in the country. Yeah, now who is yeah, who is he? Dell Dell was a defensive back at Auburn, then was the head coach at Columbus High School in Carver, which turned out, I mean, just player after player after player. And now he's Georgia's uh, uh, running back coach and recruiting coordinator and has been uh, one of Kirby's top recruiters at Georgia for the last uh, three or four now, years. Is he a minority coach? Yes, he is. No. Okay. Uh, don't don't be don't fall out of your chair if something like that happens. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, that would be a significant move, and there'd be a lot of people going, you know, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Yep. But uh, both of those both of those guys know the South. They know the Southeast. They know all the coaches. They they've got tremendous connections, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you were to if you were to step out there and, and make that kind of move, bringing in a, a Dell McGee, uh, you're making a huge statement with um, you know with with the nation and and with a lot of kids. I mean, it would well, really really yeah. take notice. Well, and you made the first statement you made when I said that. You said a lot of inside Auburn people won't like him, uh, whether it's the guy from whether it's Kelly or or McGee, either one of the two. And to me, that statement's humongous. It don't make any difference about the outside people. It means well. Oh, here's here's what's people. important, right now, and it's but it's the people that matter. Yeah, and that right. is what I I think we talked about this either last week or the week before. That's one of the things that I've heard that Chris Roberts has really been working is getting with the the people that matter the most, the ones that if the if you have support from them, then if you win, everybody's going to be fine. But you need support from the people who are the most influential in case there's a bump in the road early on. You don't want to have something where uh, when you make the hire, you've got one of the most powerful people going, hey, I don't want that guy. So that's what Chris Roberts has been doing is gathering the support of those people, trying to get them all together. And if you can get them behind whoever the coach is, then you can get by with it. Then it doesn't have to be that superstar name if you've got their support. I don't, I'm not going to make any predictions. All I'm saying to our listeners is uh, stay tuned. 
Also, oh, yeah. I would think on that front, of course, we, he's talking to somebody down there, Bill. Um, I ain't called anybody. Bruce, I think they got to call him in, uh, President Roberts, call Bruce Pearl in and says, we really need your support. Like, people are going to watch you, and uh, if you if you come out and, and uh, we need you at the press conference, we need you to kind of help help this guy along the way. They need, they need and this sounds crazy, uh, maybe I'm wrong, I think they need Bruce Pearl's support, even though it's a football school and we know what he's done basketball. But I don't think that would do anything but help the next guy, would it, Bill? No, I, I think you're think absolutely right. Well, it's it's also going to start with when the athletic director is named. I mean, yeah, you're going right. to need that's you're going to need question. Bruce coming out, Bruce coming out and talking about how excited he is about the permanent AD, which could happen any time. I have no idea uh, if if there we we heard maybe there's there's a, another late entry or two into the into the candidates pool, but it, but it sure it seemed like Eddie Nunez at New Mexico, who was the the number two guy at LSU for thirteen fourteen years before he went to New Mexico, and John Hartwell at uh, at Utah State, who used to be at Troy. Those are the two names that get mentioned the most. I wouldn't rule out there being somebody else that's um, that that's maybe been a late entry, but. But that could happen at any time. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. the The athletic director is not is going. Uh, they're going to decide who they want. In my opinion, I've yep. been told by this anybody before the athletic director gets there. But the athletic director is going to make the announcement. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, I think they. I think they're. They're also going to. They. they uh, I think Dr. Roberts wants to hear the AD. Uh, the the AD candidates talk about who they know. And, uh, who, who they feel like they could work with. And I'm sure they wouldn't, you know, in those interviews, it'd be like, well, what, you know, do you have any relationship with so and so or yep. you ever worked with them? That's yep. a good way when you're doing interviews to find out, you know, how people are going to be able to work together. Well, if he can pull all this off, and then it sounds like to me, Bill, that they're bring, getting everybody back on the same page. Uh, you well, may have one. what I say. You may have one fraction, but if you get them all, if you get all those Auburn people, on the same page, uh, then I think you're about two years ahead of the game, aren't you there, Bill? Well, that's what it takes anywhere. I mean, um, but especially and, there, know, for some reason, you're right. Like. You're right. Uh, well, it's it's it just seems to be a little more in the open. Uh, <laughs> some of the infighting gets out a little more at Auburn than it does at other places. But but no, you're right. If you can get if you can get people where they're they're gonna uh, pull together for a while, then then yeah, you're way ahead of the game. Yeah, uh, nil, all that stuff starts to kind of work itself out. Uh, Boy, so. I tell you what, Barry uh, and and. Bill, uh, a good recruiter come, comes in there. I mean, a, a, a stud recruiter mm-hmm. that can come in there and knows the transfer portal. He, he's he's got the transfer portal in his pocket from what he's looked at at school. He's at now. <laughs> you know, he's got the transfer portal in his pocket because he's he's a recruiter at another school. Oh yeah, you're and right. So you talk about eighty-eight out there. I mean, he, there'd be some guys eighty-eight now. Okay, hey, I'm following him to, to I'm following him to to Auburn. Don't. Don't anybody, don't anybody leave this, these kind of words out. Yeah. So, well, it's uh, it should be interesting stuff there. Uh, anything on the basketball front down there? I know UAB was down. I heard uh, Auburn uh, did pretty well against those guys. Uh, just your thoughts on, on what's happening with hoops down there? Yeah, they really like. I mean, the, the inside that that front court is going to be something. Uh, I, the the new the addition to transfer Janai Broom. Uh, and Yohan Traor are, are 
big time, big time players. Uh, they they didn't shoot it apparently. You know, from from what we picked up, they didn't shoot it great from the outside. That's probably the biggest concern. Yep. I don't think they're going to turn the ball over an awful lot. They're a pretty good ball handling team, but they they're going to have to shoot better from the outside. Uh, to, to really open open up the front court. That's probably the biggest concern right now. It sounds like uh, Adam Flanagan uh, is, is coming back a little bit. If he can shoot it, uh, that, that's going to help him a lot. This is a, it's, it's a deep, deep team, uh, and this a, this a deep, deep league. It's going to be fun. It'd be hard to have a better back front court than they had last year with uh, with Smith and that's true. And those, those guys are those guys are doing a little bit in the uh, in, <laughs> yeah. in the league too. Yeah. All right, Bill. Great. Tell everybody where they can find you about your show and all your great stuff. Uh, yeah, it's the drive every day on ESPN one zero six seven. You can check us online espnau dot com or Radio Alabama. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, we welcome all callers. Have a lot of fun as we. Uh, as everybody's sort of on hold waiting for the AD and seeing what's going to happen on the football field. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Great job. Appreciate it. All right, there's Bill Kramer. All right, Dad, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we get to break. For all of you who have not uh, heard our 7 o'clock hour or have heard our 7 o'clock hour, we want to tell you at 8 o'clock, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys in Tuscaloosa, but they've worked very, very hard throughout the southeast. They're at 205-345-1234, easy number to remember. They will sit down with you uh, uh, at their place on 701 Rice Mine Road after you have called them and given them your problems. It could be kinfolks. It could be people on the highways. It could be it could be neighbors. It could be a lot of things this day we're living through. But they will be able to help you and if they can help you, you'll move on to 701 Rice Mine Road. So my my thought for all of you is give them a call at 205-345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Ty 100.9 and see home of Alabama sports. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. The Salvation Army reminds you that a great way to have fun and spread Christmas cheer is by volunteering as a bell ringer. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny and cooler today, Tuscaloosa's high 69. The sky clear tonight, the low at 47. For tomorrow and Friday, a good supply of sunshine both days with a warming trend. The high tomorrow is 75, the high Friday at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9.
that makes me want to talk fast uh, right there. Wet Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1970. They're the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home protected from those unwanted pests this fall. They also can spray that lawn, uh, keep it lush and healthy, get it ready uh, for the winter so it'll take care of you in the spring and the summer. Go to Give me a call, 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, get to the Waynes Pest Control Hotline. Go all the way out to Texas and bring in our boy, Cowboy. Good morning, Cowboy. Cowboy. How you doing, Barry and Coach? Good. Hey, Barry, uh, how did your uh, parking cars go the other day? Well, Cowboy, see, um, towel is bad. No, I I was really me and my guy Marcus uh were there from nine to twelve and the game wasn't until six. So our job was more to kind of guard the lot and not let people get in there parked or whatever. When the payers came, they it was already full, so we had to keep those little riffraff out of there. Now we had a few people come in and park uh and pay. But the next shift came in. They probably had the real duty. Marcus and I just sat there and kind of kicked it around. We wouldn't oh, let people yeah. in the Y'all lot. Y'all didn't do nothing. <laughs> oh, you, you, you got the privilege shift where you didn't have to be out there in the forefront. Why well, he didn't pick up a nickel. No. Some lady but gave my, him $30. If I hadn't have been there, cowboy, by the time the next shift got there, the lot would have been full, and you would have known where those people were. So you got to keep them out to keep the spots open. And I realized, uh, Cowboy, uh, we were right next to that D.C. lot, and they got these little little Troop 7s, these little troops over there, and they try to – and these people are making a killing on parking for these yeah, Alabama football good looking, Yeah, put some good-looking girls. They filled that parking. lot. When we left, they filled that lot right up. So, Because uh, I, I had the spots for them to fill up. So thanks to me, the spots were there. Cowboy, you didn't get you didn't give your uh, customers the true Legion field parking somebody's front yard parking lot. <laughs> no, you're, we are, right, no. you're riding on their car. Well, the the, the, late, the later you try to find the lot, the more you pay, and that's yeah. Barry, that was Barry's plus. Yeah. No, hey, this was well. not. They, these had you had spot, but we weren't trying to. You know, Legion Field. They'll pull you up in there. You'll get blocked in. <laughs> you can't get out of there. These were actual nice parking spots for them, cowboy. I got you. Uh, well, what are you hearing on the uh, Alabama baseball team? Since you're kind of dialed in the baseball community. Uh, uh, I'm hearing that pitcher they got from Hewitt Trustful is really good. Uh, what's his name, Joe? Uh, I know his name. Oh, here's something quick. Yeah, yeah. They said he. Yeah, well, it's Riley Quick's brother. Uh, Pierce Quick's brother. Yes, Riley Quick, Pierce Quick's brother, uh, who's a lineman, I guess, at Georgia Tech now. But he threw against Mississippi State, and they said he in the uh, they had a little scrimmage over there the other day, and they said he threw really, really well. So he looks like he may be one of their main guys. So uh, hopefully, I think they have some other pitchers back. So I think they've got. The shortstop back, the uh, the kid that plays outfield uh, from Georgia is back. So I think they got some guys. They, evidently they beat Mississippi State. I think they said they played a seven-inning game, and they won that one. I think they said seven to four. And then they 
cleared the scoreboard. Alabama put a whole new lineup in. Mississippi State kept their same lineup in, and they ended up losing the second one four to nothing. They're actually playing Auburn uh, down there, which I'm not real sure why Auburn's doing that, or Alabama. They're playing them Friday night uh, down in Auburn. So we'll see how that goes. You going down with your son? No, nah, we're not going. We're not going. I got it. Actually, it sounds like he might be able to survive the wolves that were after him last year. Yeah, yeah. What else you got, cowboy? Well, you know, your your dad and you were bringing up interesting conversation there with uh, Bill Cameron about a Sam Pittman style coach. You know, you guys may be on to something there because that that makes a lot of sense when you, you think about it that really understands, you know, what Auburn's about and all that kind of stuff. That guy might go in there and have more instant success than the hot shot name guy. Might be the right pick for Auburn if he can rally, uh, and Dad knows more than he's saying, uh, if he can rally all the people and all the people are for it, then and they're willing to open up their checkbook. Yeah, I and I guess Dion is not going to be the guy. Uh, I tried to push Dion. Where's Dion going, Cowboy? He going to get anything? He's trying to get that water well, fixed. Well, yeah, I don't know. Game day is going to be pushing him Saturday. Ooh, you think that ain't going to be a show? Won't um, be for me because I ain't watching it. <laughs> You're not going to tune in, huh? Well, it's not because of Dion. He doesn't like Pat McAvee, Cowboy. He's, he's, he's anti-Pat McAvee. I had watched game day all year. I kind of grown away from that show. It's just kind of gotten to be this, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Fox's show is a little better. That big, you know, that big stunt game day, whatever they call Fox's show. Uh, have you seen Nate Oak's scrimmage, any? I've tried to get him on the show, but haven't been able to yet. Uh, at least I've called. Uh, I've called the. I'm going to let Barry handle it from now on. Uh, I've called the SID office to get him on. I haven't got him on yet. I got you. I think they got a barbecue deal this week or was it last week for season ticket holders. Well, going they had a game uh, on the, this Saturday against Southern Illinois. They're actually playing that game uh, at Foster. Uh, it's a it's an exhibition. They're raising some money there, so uh, so they should play. Uh, I guess that's at two o'clock on on Saturday. And they open up November the seventh against Longwood, uh, Cowboy. Okay. One, one of Alabama's loyal basketball fans, you all know him. His dad was Dick Coffee the third. Uh, Dick Coffee, and I heard yeah. they had a secret scrimmage out here um, against TCU. Did did you? I heard maybe TCU beat them, or what'd you hear? Yeah, the, yeah, I think TCU beat them pretty good. I think it was in the thirties. Uh, so, I'm not sure what kind of team TCU has coming back. Supposedly top twenty team there. So, no Bediaco in that scrimmage. Yeah, he ain't gonna make that big of a difference. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump off the roof because he went to TCU oh, yeah. and got killed. Uh, it's probably the best thing that happened yeah. for him. To him, Jamie Dixon's got a pretty good team. Though. Yeah, his team's tough. And they really defend you. Uh, so, you get, what makes Jamie Dixon such a good coach? They defend and they're tough. Uh, so yep. that, that's a that's a pretty good recipe for some wins if you got good players, cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, good talking to you guys. I'm glad. Oh, you're thanks, cowboy. Yeah, All right, thanks. Thank you, cowboy. Right. Thank you.
All right, uh, we'll go ahead and take this break, then we'll come back and uh, wrap up the show. You listen to Tide 100.9, see home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by Koneka Sausage, a true southern flavor since 1947, and the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Visit online at konekasausage.com. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball head coach Nate Oates spoke to the Crimson Tide Sports Network at SEC Media Days last week in Birmingham, sharing his excitement for this Crimson Tide team. Nice to be back in person. It's good to uh, make it up to Birmingham. Yeah, it means the season's close. Our guys are getting tired of going against each other all the time. So we're, we're getting excited. It's, uh, it's good to be back here. I haven't been back here since my first year, so it's good. I'll have more in a moment. Koneka Sausage is an Alabama tradition and a fan favorite. Made fresh in evergreen Alabama since 1947, Koneka Sausage is the best-tasting hickory smoked sausage you'll ever put in your mouth. Always great for breakfast, Koneka Sausage is now a tailgate grilling favorite. Pick up some today where you buy groceries. Koneka Sausage, the official smoked sausage of the Crimson Tide. Here's more from Coach Oates. Yeah, I mean, Brandon Miller led us in scoring all three games. He, we knew he was going to be good. He's talented. He's you know, able to do a lot of things on the floor. So he's going to help us tremendously. But, you know, there's other guys that got some experience. You know, Dom Welch made shots, played four years of college basketball at St. Bonaventure. He's going to help us. Namari Burnett was really good. Uh, you know, and he's young. He hasn't played a game for us yet. You know, he just played... Our full conversation with Nate Oates can be heard on the Alabama Insider Podcast, available on the Varsity Network app and all podcast platforms. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Kaneka Sausage. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, authorities have cleared a wreck on US 82 near Hargrove Church Road. That's about a mile west of Gordo. It's all clear. But we do have delays 2059 westbound at exit 86 because of bridge repair. If you need a vehicle, you need Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer with an amazing selection, low prices, and extra cash for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort. Your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports. In the App Store and Google Play. And take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. Put your pie in that's home, you know. Sweet tea, pecan pie, homemade wine. Where the peaches grow. In my house, it's not much to talk about. But it's filled with love, it's grown in southern ground. And a little bit of chicken. Remember, Alabama wanted to get the more truck for your buck. Uh, this special they got going, it ends on Monday. So go to www.alabama1.org to our prior rates as low as 1.99% extended loan terms, up to $250 cash back in 60 days of no payment. Uh, you get right at the website, www.alabama1.org. All right, uh, normally... Alabama football will have probably pretty good practice today. They'll probably go tomorrow. Uh, and then pretty probably, I think Coach lets them normally go home uh, dad, on Friday and Saturday. A lot of them go back to the, maybe their high school and 
watch their high school play. Of course, we always talk about uh, Coach giving the lecture about leaving and getting away. It's always kind of a scary time when they're not under uh, your, not sound thumb, but uh, with structure there. But uh should be a nice weekend for the football team here and the coaches maybe to get away from it a little bit to recharge their batteries here for the home stretch. Yeah, I think you're right. I think your players get away, and I think that's great. The uh, uh, coaches probably don't. They probably continue to look at film and t- uh, recruit and do those kinds of things. But the players, um, they'll they'll try to work on themselves this week. Uh, Alabama will uh, have been working on themselves, and then uh, I would imagine Thursday be the last practice, and they'll take the weekend off, and then they'll come back and work on LSU, have LSU ready to go, and what they're going to do starting on Monday. So. I think that's probably the, the plan for them. It's always been a, been a pretty good plan. So I think, that's, I think you're right. That's what's going to happen. All right, that's it for today's show. We're going to get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. Appreciate you, Joe, and all your interns in there. Great job uh, for us this morning. Keep it locked in here all day long at Tide 100.9 for great local coverage. Uh, these guys do a great job. And my uh, heart goes out to those guys. I know, Joe, you guys wrote an article. Ethan Crawford and those guys out at Hillcrest. Just a just a heartbreaking uh, situation there. If you hadn't heard, Ethan, I guess, towards ACL, have surgery uh, tomorrow. And those guys were undefeated. Uh, what a great college career, college, high school career Ethan Crawford had. Tremendous player. He'll go on to Southern Miss and do uh, great things. So hopefully they'll have great uh, and a good surgery there and come back stronger than ever. You listen to Todd 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.